All throughout life, young people face so many questions. Questions about God, Jesus, the Bible, heaven, hell, sin. Questions about faith, work, relationships, sex, the future, God's plan, and so much more. Oftentimes, these questions never get asked, and unanswered questions turn into doubt and discouragement. That's why I started this podcast. My name is Aaron Salvato. I spent years as a youth pastor, and I truly believe that it is the responsibility of church leaders to engage with questions. Over the years, I've collected hundreds of questions from students, and as we work our way through them, I can promise you this. I won't always have all the answers, but I'll always do my best to point our attention back to the one who does have all the answers. I'm Aaron Salvato, and you're listening to Ask a Youth Pastor. Hey, this is Aaron again for Ask a Youth Pastor. I'm here at Creation Fest 2017, meeting a ton of lovely English people, some Irish people, and of course, a ton of Californians from Calvary Coast Mesa and other places. And uh, I received a question. I've been going around on the streets asking young people questions, and they've been recording them and sending them to the show. We got a kid with a very interesting scientific question. So I'm going to go ahead and play his question and then I have a friend who's going to come on and give it an answer. So let's check out the question. So theoretically you can see the sun when it if the sun dies it would take eight minutes for you to see it from earth because it's eight light years away. Using this theory apparently you can see the big bang being created physically you can physically observe the big bang being created. How would the big bang Uh, and the theory of the Big Bang fit into religion and how God created the universe. All right, so super interesting question and I thought about it for a little bit and my brain hurt. I was like, I don't know if I can answer this one, Um, but I happened to run into a guy named Michael Smith. He's here right now. How you doing, Michael? Hey, what's up? So uh, Michael, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name's Michael. Uh, I've been a uh, science professor for about 10 years. I teach at St. Francis College and I've been a pastor for about 15 years also. And uh, I'd be happy to tackle this question and give it my best shot. Awesome. I'm glad I ran into you because I'm, I, I love science personally. I, I was not good at, at it in school. Um, I was always the guy asking the girls in the class, like, what'd you get on that answer? <laughs> um, I, now that I'm an adult and no one's forcing me to learn about science, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, but it honestly kind of just goes in one ear and I pick up some of it, but I'm not an expert. So I'm glad I ran into you. Um, yeah, let's see if we can tackle the question. All right, well, that's a great question, and um, I think you'll find a lot of Christians, uh, a lot of Christian professors, a lot of Christians on the whole, uh, have no problem with the Big Bang Theory. Uh, that kind of deals with more the age of the Earth, and you can be a Christian and have different opinions on the age of the Earth. Um, I think the main issue, uh, the main stance a Christian would take, is that we believe a Creator did it. Um, even outside of Christianity, there's the intelligent design camp that believes the same thing. And uh, I guess the, the, the bottom line argument is this. Um, you either believe that nothing produced something, and uh, not many people believe that when you apply it to anything, whether it's a chair, uh, anything simple. Uh, generally, the, if it shows evidence of design, you believe it had a creator. Um, if you see art, you believe an artist did it. Music, you believe a musician did it. House, you believe a contractor did it. So the Bible says that the purpose of creation in a, in a basic sense, is that a creator did it. And so if that creator chose to uh, utilize the Big Bang into his theory, 
um, and kind of work that into the creation story, um, that's a possibility. Uh, we don't know how long the earth stood formless and void. We don't know what happened before that time frame. So perhaps, maybe, um, I'm not saying I believe it or not, but I'm saying perhaps, just perhaps, uh, God chose to work through something like that. It's a possibility. All I'm trying to say is you don't have to give up your faith. You don't have to give up your belief in the Bible. You don't have to give up your Christianity uh, just because of the Big Bang or anything else like that. Great question, though. Thanks. So that was Michael Smith. What a great answer. Um, I am now away from Michael, walking through the fields. There's a ton of wind, so I'm going to try to find some shelter so I can continue to ponder the things Michael said. All right, I've found a stairwell to hide out in. There's not a lot of places in Creation Fest to hide out and make a podcast, so here I am in the stairs trying not to be creepy. <laughs> I think all the stuff Michael said was brilliant, not just because he's a science professor, um, but that helped. <laughs> I think um, one of the things he said totally got me thinking about the classic movie Nacho Libre where uh, you've got Nacho's sidekick. I can't remember his name, but he's sitting there and uh, Nacho's asking him, do you want to be baptized? And his sidekick responds, I don't believe in God. I only believe in science. And I think that's a perspective a lot of people have. They think they have to choose. Either they're gonna believe in God and they're gonna believe in science or, or they're gonna believe in science. And I just think that's not a good way of looking at it because if God's real, I mean, we can look at the scientific systems of the world and we can acknowledge that they're real too. You can believe in God and also believe that gravity is real. You can believe in God and also believe that the, the moon has an effect on the tides. And it's not like those things are independent of one another. If God's real, then he's the author of those scientific laws. The fact is, our world is built on complex scientific systems and we have a choice to make either those scientific systems were authored by somebody somebody wrote that language somebody coded that program or it happened by random chance and personally i just don't have enough faith to believe that all of this complex stuff in the world happened by random chance an illustration that i always give to young people is look at your iphone your iPhone is so complex. You've got all these different apps and programs and settings. Like you can recognize that there are microchips and gears inside that thing that make it work. Like screws that have to be, if you take your phone apart, you have to screw those screws in, in the exact right place or you'll mess the whole thing up. And if you were told, if someone was like, hey, where'd you, where'd you get your iPhone, man? Did you buy it on Amazon? Did you get it from Apple directly? And you're like, oh no, 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 no. It's my, my iPhone actually, it was random it was crazy man like there was a bunch of microchips and screws in a bucket and you know over about a million years they just kind of shook around until they they became this iphone you'd be like that's no <laughs> life doesn't work that way you don't get a complicated system like an iphone built out of randomness you can't walk into a room and throw a bunch of paint cans at a wall and get the mona lisa it just doesn't work ever and so it makes much more sense to me that a creator is behind it that there's a pattern of creation we see in the world and that points to a creator now that being said as far as how he created it and how he built those systems that's up in the air I mean, a lot of people, like Michael said, have different views about it. Personally, um, I don't think the Big Bang is what God utilized, but 
you know, if somebody believes that, I'm not going to look down on them because scientists definitely believe that there's evidence for it. So just like Michael said, the, the Big Bang, it's not a question of is the Big Bang something that did or did not happen. It's a question of who set the Big Bang in motion or what. I believe that something like that, so, like such a Big Bang, literally, such a Big Bang that would cause literally from nothing, complete nothingness, all of a sudden now you've got an explosion and then there is order, like that never happens. We never ever see order come from chaos. But if there was somebody who set that big bang in motion, if, if in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, if what that verse means is in the beginning God started a big bang and then all of a sudden you've, you've got all the raw materials of the world out there for now God to start fashioning into order from that chaos. Well, you know what? That actually makes sense. So I don't know if that's how he did it, but it's definitely a possibility. So to close, I'll just say this. The young guy that I was talking to who asked this question, he said that he was an agnostic, which means he's somebody who you know thinks that there could be a God, but he's not sure. He's not an atheist, but he's agnostic. And a lot of times people in that camp who, you know, they want to believe in God and, you know, Christianity and Jesus sounds intriguing to them, but they've got all of these views on science and different things and philosophy and they're thinking, you know, I can't hold on to these things. You know, I can't believe in the Big Bang and also believe in Jesus. Those things just don't go together because I've heard Christians say, you know, you can't believe in the Big Bang or you can't believe in evolution and be a Christian. And my encouragement to young people who struggle with this is you absolutely can believe in these things and be a Christian. Even if you and I disagree, even if we look back and we're like, okay, how did God create the world? Did he create it in uh, six days or seven days? Or did he do it through evolution and those type of things? Me personally, I believe it was seven days um, or six days and then he rested. But some people believe different and that's okay. You're not going to go to hell for having a right or wrong view about the beginning of the world. And that's just the truth. These are things that we can have different views on and still be a part of the body of Christ. We can still follow Jesus. Because I don't know about you, the rest of you guys who are Christians listening to this, but you know, I follow Jesus and I try my best to be right about everything, but I'm not so arrogant to think that I'm right about everything. I am probably wrong about something. I, I'm fully, fully believing that I'll show up to heaven one day and God's gonna be like, all right, Aaron, here's the stuff you were right about and here's all the stuff you were wrong about. And that's okay. The main thing is Jesus Christ. It's what do you believe about Jesus Christ and all the rest of the stuff, it's, it's things that's good for us to debate, it's good for us to consider, it's good for us to, to ponder and look into. But in the end, the main thing is Jesus. So my encouragement to you is if you, if you wrestle with this, um, and, and if you're thinking, oh, I can't become a Christian because my views don't line up with the other Christians that I know, it's okay. Being a Christian is a process, and over time, God helps us to understand the truth, and he corrects us, and he shows us what's right. So don't be afraid of stepping on that path to follow Jesus if you don't have it all figured out. So that's what I've got to say. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time on Ask a Youth Pastor. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.